0: Hey there, Web3 lovers. Welcome to the OXOX podcast. Jackie here, and I have another amazing guest just for you. Her name is Darcy Donovan, and I have the privilege of knowing that she is just as beautiful on the inside as she is on the outside. You can find her on Twitter spaces holding court and discussing her project Income Island, and you can also see her on the big screen in blockbuster movies like the Anchorman franchise. Her information can be found in the description box so you can give her a follow on your favorite platform. Listen in to this conversation where we talk all things crypto, Hollywood, influence, and maintaining integrity and hustle. Um,
1: So they say that everyone starts with zero followers and works their way up from there. But first, I'd like to talk to you about life before followers was even a thing. (laughs) Um, So I know that you were raised in Nashville and then you wound up in LA and eventually found some amazing success in some well-known TV and film projects. So how did you get from Nashville to the big screen
2: oh that's a good question uh well I was performing since I was a kid so you know I used to get all my stuffed animals and dolls together put on a show for them when nobody was around I, I know I drew my, drove my babysitters crazy because they're like is this kid gonna shut up you know <laughs> so I always put on a show for my family as well so I just started very young I mean my I had a single mother you know who worked two jobs to support us so you know, I kind of had to be my own biggest cheerleader. You know, I had to do a lot of things on my own. Um, I always kind of wanted one of those stage moms, but my mom just wasn't that way. She was more or less like, you know, all right, offer some money at it. You just do it, you know. So I kind of was just always ambitious, always tenacious, you know, and it, and it kind of it sucked in some ways, but then I look back now and I look at the kid, like the, the girls that I went to school with that had every, their daddies, you know, were rich and they had everything handed to them. They're not doing shit now. You know, they're, you know, got two different, three different, four different husbands, you know, that they've been married to with like 10 kids from different, you know what I mean? I mean, and it's like, they're not doing anything. So, um, and there's nothing wrong with having different husbands. I'm just saying, and different kids, you know, but I'm like, if you're going to do that, ha- do something with your life. And I'm just saying, they're just really not doing anything. So I had to do things, you know, kind of on my own. Um, you know, so when I was like around eight or nine, there was a notice like on the billboard, like in the school about an audition for a commercial. And I, you know, I, I said, Mom, I really want to do this. So I, like, there was a, I mean, there was a ton of kids, like it was like four or 500 kids there. And I ended up getting the role, but it, you know, but it wasn't what I hoped for because. The boy, the boy that I played opposite of the commercial, he couldn't get his lines right. So I ended up learn, learning like his whole thing. Like I can do it right now. Bread, butter, tender, vittles. We don't have a cat. I know, but tender, vittles had a special offer we couldn't refuse, but we don't have a cat. You buy six boxes and you get three free, but we don't have a cat. Do you think everyone is such an alert shopper? We have a cat. That was the whole thing. I learned his lines and my lines. And it was ridiculous because he couldn't get his lines down. So, you know, I was just like, I don't know if I want to do this, <laughs> you know, it, it was just like, we had to do like 30 takes for this kid to get it right. But, um, you know, I still have the piece of paper, you know, that I got, I got a 10 and they said can definitely work in commercials and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, I really never thought of anything about the acting I and mean, I, I did drama. I did theater. Um, you yeah, know, I was, you know, um, None of us saw the influencer movement coming before social media as well. So you know, but uh, you know that's that's one of the things that, you know, I did pageants. I won Miss Nashville, Tennessee. I did a lot of pageants, uh, and I did my music. I was doing a lot of music. I was uh, opening up for, you know, some well-known acts in uh, you yeah, know in in Nashville. And, you know, that was mainly my thing that I was doing. And, you know, there was there was a market, but not a huge market in Nashville for acting. But, you know, it was mainly like, I mean, I was doing music videos like Hank Williams Jr. You know, I was like doing Billy, I was in Billy Ray Cyrus's video. I mean, you know, at a really young age. So I was just stuff like that. But, uh, you know, that's, I mean, that's kind of how it all started. From the beginning, I think it, I, I really feel like if you're an entertainer, you, you're just born with it. I don't I just really believe that, um, you know, so that's kind of what I think. You're either born with it or you're not. I mean, I have people that I know that, you know, they want to sing. They're like they they just can't sing. <laughs> they they'll sound good, you know, <laughs> and they can't hear the notes. I mean, I had a huge producer who was working with new kids on the block when they were um, on their way up and. You know, he's like, man, he goes, if I could sing, I'd blow everybody out of the dirt. But I was like, well, it wasn't in your cards because he could play every instrument. You know, he's a, he was a huge record producer. But I was like, you know, if you could play every instrument, you know how to be in the studio. I'm like, you can't have it all, buddy. <laughs> you know I mean? So, but, uh, you know, because we would joke about that because you know, he was like, he goes, Darcy, you've got like a savant ear. He goes, you really can hear, you've got like a ear that he goes, I've not had um, with any other artists. Cause I could just hear notes when, you know, stuff's off key or when it's, you know, pitchy or and stuff like that, which a lot of people, I guess, when they go in the studio, they can't hear themselves when they go off pitch or, you know, stuff like that. So, you know, I've just been doing it since I was a kid. It's just been something I think that's just been, Ingrained in me and and I enjoy it. It's not like somebody put me up to it. You know, you see some of these stage moms, and you know, I wanted a stage mom. Shit, give me Chris Jenner. I'd be like, damn, I i you know. I said that to my mom one time. We got mad. I said, God, I wish you were like Chris Jenner. she was like, she got her feelings hurt so bad. She was oh, like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not the perfect mom. I'm like, oh mom, I'm just pissed off.
1: You know, it's funny. Kris Jenner used to come into the place that I worked uh, when I worked in L.A. And she is so, like, lovely. And it it really uh, I was like, oh, you're a huge reason, if not probably the reason. The reason. Oh, yeah. Yes. Like. Yeah. I mean, I would, you know,
2: because you have to have that. You have to have. I mean, I think because I was so tenacious, like, let's just put it this way. If I had her kids or if I had a bunch of kids right now, I know I could put them on the map. I know I could do it. Like I, I, there were times where I'd be like, I wish somebody could manage me, you know, like if I could just be going somebody's body and manage myself, I was like, I'd already be like the biggest huge superstar, but it's just, you know, and then I thought, well, I mean, I, maybe I should be a manager. Maybe that's what I should be, you know, but then it's like, I can't find anybody else with the talent and the tenacity that I have. And I know that sounds, and I'm not saying that with any ego, but it's just, you know, my work ethic is you get there early, you you get prepared, you bring your stuff, you know, your lines, you bring your music, you stay in the recording studio all day and all night, no matter what it takes, you, you get, you know what I mean? I mean, I'm a perfectionist and I think, I don't see that. I haven't seen that in other talent that I've seen, you know, managers that I've worked with that they've had, you know, and it it, it kind of bummed me out because, you know, there were times where I'd walk in there like, man, why didn't I meet you, you know, a couple years ago? Why did I put all my money into this act right now? And I ain't doing crap. And it just seemed like that kind of was sometimes what I got and it just pissed me off. And so then I was just like, you know, I'm going to take the matter in my own hands. And, and that's what I did. I mean, You know, I have people that I haven't heard from in a long time. Hey, Darcy, can you help me out? I'm like, I'm not, you know, I'll tell you, I'll help you out a little bit, but nobody helped me. I'm like, you need to figure it out. You know, it's, uh, you know, you teach a a person how to fish. You don't just give them the fish, you know? So uh, I just really feel like, you know, being tenacious and having a a work ethic, that's what will keep you in the business. I mean, because, uh, I mean, I can't tell you how many people I've met now that are, into drugs you know they're addicts they took all their money and they they've you know it's gone and they're not smart with it and uh, I I guess I get ticked off because you know I'm seeing like we really need to kind of go back into the old Hollywood way and some people you know and it was funny because I actually had somebody said you Darcy remind me of old Hollywood and I was like I took that as a compliment and they said no it is a compliment because of the way that they're like you're classy, you speak, you know, you speak your mind, but at the same time you you don't like I don't I just don't feel like you keep your dirty laundry or whatever, you know, private, you know, like back then in the days with like Marilyn Monroe and, and you know all that kind of stuff, Elvis, you they kind of try, kept it more in-house. Does that make sense?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, um the studios were very, very um, you know, good at hiding it. And you know, and I just feel like because now I don't, I just I feel like nobody who really has anybody to look up to. I mean, I mean, I mean, I would say I, I'm Jennifer Lopez. I think she's you know really great. She's she's great. Um, but my favorite person, though, and and that's the thing, is The Rock. I think he has a very good brand. But you know, you know, there again, you know, we've got to look at you know people's marriages and stuff like that get out and you know so it's kind of like you know you just kind of really I I try to keep everything you know people ask me about my relationships and I'm usually like you know that's it's private and I'm also working so much I'm like my baby is my my marriage you know and I said my babies are I have six dogs (laughs) but you know I just I just think that you know right now it's it's one of those things where We do need to, I mean, you know, I was talking to my publicist right now and she says, you know, she goes, you know, Darcy, she goes, you know, we, you're kind of what women need right now. You know, I'm married to my work, you know, but at the same time, you know, you know, I'm dealing toe to toe with men, you know, billionaires, you know, Elon Musk types. I'm dealing with, you know, studio heads. I'm dealing with, you know, I'm a strong woman. And I want to, you know, put that out there, you know, the alpha type that anybody can do it. So my main, my, one of my main goals on my bucket list is to be a studio head and to have my own studio. And so then, you know, women don't have to come to work and worry about equal pay because they're going to get it. They don't have to worry about me harassing them, sexual harassing them. They don't have to worry about, you know, any kind of Harvey Weinstein bullshit. So that's, one of the things that I want, and it's the same thing with men. I mean, I work around guys all the time. I have three brothers. You know, I'm a, I'm a guy's gal, you know, I was a tomboy growing up. So it's like I can hang with the dudes, you know, too, but um, you know, it's just, I I just think that right now we need, we do need uh, alpha females more in the entertainment space and even in web three, you know, So, I mean, you know, in these spaces, you gotta, you gotta have that alpha when these men come in.
1: Uh, You know, I tell people that women in web three right now is like looking for an endangered species. Like (laughs) there's just not very many of us. Um, Which is why I think, you know, interviews like this are so important for people to get to know the women that are in this space. Like we're not putting up with anything. And um, No, no, I don't. I mean, you know, uh,
2: Yes. There's some of the biggest guys in the space and they're like, Hey, you know, I said, Hey, did you get to see my, you know, my, uh, key, you know, I was a keynote speaker and one of my buddies, you know, he's very well known in the space and he was like, no, oh, I didn't get to. And this is like the second time. So then he goes, Hey, he goes, come up, you know, come on, see me. I was like, I'm not seeing you speak. I said, you didn't come to see me twice. So no, I'm not doing it. And everybody started laughing, you know, but I thought, you know, no, I'm not doing it. And, uh, that's just the thing is, I think women are, you know, some women, especially in the space, they're scared, you know, to say things, especially I see it. Um, you know, I I've had very famous directors that I've worked with, and you know, the working conditions were not were not good. I mean, we're talking Harvey Weinstein kind of crap. And, you know, I was the only one that said something. And I ended up walking off the set. I was like, screw this. And it was funny because I did that. The crew crew ended up buying me dinner and saying, nobody ever talked to that director like that. You know, we want to thank you for kind of telling them off. And I just thought, why does it, you know, why does it, there should just be integrity and respect. I mean, listen, I get mad at my team. I'm a Scorpio. We talked about that. Because <laughs> your family's more majority Scorpios. I seem to always be around Aries. So, I mean... I'm like a coach, you know, I do. I will yell if, if somebody really drops the ball and I'm not going to apologize for it. I'm, I'm just not. But I keep telling people I'm like, you know, I'm a coach. I'll tell you what to do. But, you know, does a coach sit there and go, OK, now all right, you dropped the ball. Okay. We ended up losing. All right, here, go down the field now. Um, you know, we got to make the super bowl. They don't do that. They're like, get your ass down there. Don't drop that ball again. You know what I mean? So that's kind of how I am. You know, I, I, I give my team what they need. I lift them up. I, I spoil them rotten, but I also disappoint them, you know, and that's how it should be with anything. Um, you know, uh, my expectations are very high and I expect I expect the best in everything I do. So uh, you know, I, I just wish more companies would be that way. I mean, you see on TV they, they got that they got all those reality shows that are showing like, you know, Tabitha takes over. Have you ever seen that one? Tabitha. Uh, I think only clips, but yeah. Only clips. Yeah, she goes in and she's like a drill sergeant. She's like, you know oh, this looks terrible. I cannot believe people get their head done here, you know? And that's just the way it is. It's like, I'm, you know, I'm kind of, I'm, I wouldn't say Gordon Ramsay-like, but yeah, I get mad. I'm, I'm, you know, I don't put up with stuff, but you know, I think people need that nowadays.
1: (laughs) Um, they absolutely do. And I would definitely say that in web three, everybody needs a huge kick in the ass. Um, I, I've noticed like this huge trend, there was like massive work ethic leading up into the bull run, like everything's going crazy. And then once the bear market hit, you know, it just turned into this like, well, we've got time kind of thing. No, um, this is the exactly no. You know,
2: Jackie, you hit that's I mean, now is the time to build.
1: Yes. And
2: it's a time to make I mean, this is where this is a, a building market and, and not just a building market, this is where billionaires are made, multi-millionaires and billionaires are made. And that's the other thing. I mean, I'm working behind the scenes now in my NFT project, but, you know, I'm still doing other things. And, you know, I've I've got a PR team and they're just like, you know, man, where do we start? I'm always like, I've got so much stuff going on, music, acting, film, uh, and at Web3, you know, and other companies that I'm working with, uh, you know, metaverse uh stuff metaverse uh uh, crypto everything that you can think of that's what i'm pretty much you know got my hands in and and i just feel like to what i notice is you know a lot of people aren't building their businesses and i also say take your business and 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 and, you know uh kind of uh i'm trying to find the word you know spread it out a little bit because the best the best knowledge that you can get is diversifying, diversify your portfolio. I mean, multi-millionaires, billionaires, they have multiple streams of income. And that's that's how you want to be. You know, you want to have that. You know, it's the same. It's the same thing with, you know, businesses. It's just the same. It's the same thing. So, I mean, the thing about Web3 is, uh, you know, you can you can do film. You know, I'm doing I have my film project as a part of the Web3, but people are doing health supplements. People are doing real estate. People are doing I mean, there's so many things you could do. Animal products, charities. So it's it's this is uh, we're only in four to five percent of the entire world that knows about, you know, the Web3. So this is the time to make some serious money.
1: Absolutely. That's so how, what was your indoctrination into crypto and Web3? My indoctrination. Oh, okay. Well, can you bought or anything like that? Well, what happened was it
2: was actually my, my buddy, my friend. Uh, I basically got into crypto about six years ago when a friend of mine, uh, he got into Cardano and I saw mm-hmm. that, you know, he was making money. And it was interesting to me. And I decided, well, I need to learn more and invest, you know, because I'm thinking if he could do it, I could do it. And then um, I, it was it was just interesting. I always call it, you know, I'm very spiritual person. I, you know, I'm a very godly and spiritual, you know, angels. I believe in all that kind of stuff. That's just always my faith, you know, but I'm a, I'm a cool chick, you know, I'm cool. And uh, I, I non-judgmental. I mean, that's just how I am. I, I, I respect all, you know, religions as long as it to me, their integrity, kinds, love. You know what I mean? It's just like when you go into another country, you know, you expect you respect their customs. So, um, you know, I just I watched this television show, and I was watching, it and I was like, oh my god, you know, I was like, this is this is almost like God talking to me because it was a show that I was watching. And it talked about crypto and it's like it went in depth about it and it just got me so intrigued. And that's kind of how my mind starts working. I was like, wait a minute, you know, this is going to be something big. And then, uh, you know, when I was like, I started diving more into it and then the whole Bitcoin thing, you know, I, I put some money into Bitcoin, put money into Ethereum. Next thing I know, I was just like, OK, Bitcoin took off. So then I was like, only four percent of the world even knows about crypto. So, you know, I keep telling people I believe that in the next eight years, crypto is going to be the main form of payment around the world. And, uh, you know, we only we will have over a billion people in the metaverse. I really believe that. And it's interesting. I just saw on a news feed that, you know, um, Mark Zuckerberg for Facebook, he's wanting to now like to where people have to be present, you know, cause like kind of right now, you can't see me, but then you would see me, but I would be like in a, I would have my avatar and, you know, you'd be able to talk to me, which would be great for when you don't feel like putting makeup on. It'd be <laughs> fabulous. <laughs> you know, uh, you just, you know, and and so that people can be more present in meetings and things like that. You know, sometimes people want to see the person in terms of in the, in the meeting to make sure they're not sleeping, you know, so yeah. Um, but, you know, so there's a lot of things that are changing, you know, it's, it, crypto is also important to me since Web3 is a community-based environment, just like you and I talked about. So, you know, we all support each other and, you know, I'm going to be using, uh, crypto to help produce my movies and, you know, give back and support to people in the community who supported me and
1: that's how it should be. So... It's it's a great uh, kind of like decentralized crowdfunding type way. Yes, absolutely. Bring community. So did you have a really large social media following before crypto? And then you just kind of transitioned into this or did this come with? Crypto? Yeah. Well, I mean, I was involved in social media since MySpace. So, yeah, I
2: mean, I did. And then it's just kind of... Um, <sighs> all my inspirational, like I was doing inspirational messages, the, my Facebook took off. I mean, that's where it really happened was from my space. And then it transitioned over to Facebook and, you know, then it, it just kind of went from there to Twitter, to uh, Instagram, you know, and that, that's just kind of how it transitioned. But I tell people, you know, each, there's different people that like each platform you know, because uh, I, I spoke uh, at a, I was a keynote speaker at an event for, it's called Young Young uh, Millionaire Minds. And, yeah you know, I was telling, you know, because some people are like, oh, I only go on Twitter or only, I only do Instagram. And I was like, you're missing out on other people within other communities. Um, you know, each community has their own tribes. is I always say like tribes because then people understand it a little bit better, you know, um, and. Some people like Instagram better, some people like Facebook, some people like Twitter, and then that's all they'll use. So I'm like, you're missing out on a whole market and a whole bunch of people that, you know, may, you know, like what you're doing or even YouTube for that matter. So it's it's just been really interesting, the growth that's happened, but it's just, you know, my brand has always been to be inspirational, uh, you know. I always say sexy, classy. I always, I I think women should be sexy, classy. I think all women. I mean, you're sexy, classy. Every time (laughs) I see you, you're you're, just for people listening. She's a hot mama. She's a she's a hot lady.
1: I mean, I have two modes. It's like Victoria's Secret or homeless. Like there's no. Oh yeah, yeah.
2: No. (laughs) Okay. So what's this look right now? We're looking at
1: this is more like just homeless.
2: No. Okay. If you look homeless. The, the, oh lord help me i'm gonna just stab myself right now lord y'all she looks very very hot she looks like you know she's gonna be on a mo- on a movie screen right now okay oh my and God. Homeless. so just take a dagger and dag me right now it,
1: jersey is very kind i also noticed that on your website um that you were named a world peace ambassador in 2013 so how did that happen Oh, they contacted me actually, they contacted me
2: and they saw all the stuff that I was doing for charities and stuff. And they were like, Hey, you know, um, at that time I was, I was working on several films and they wanted me to come out and do a speaking event in Dubai. But, um, you know, they said, Hey, we want to, uh, you know, send this to you. And they gave me a certificate and they said, Hey, we want, you know, we want to, uh, put your name on our website and, and really like let people know everything that you're doing to, uh, you know, to help with charity and try to make the world a better place. And so I was just really like, wow, I'm this, that's an honor. I was shocked. I was like, okay, thank you. You know, and that's, that's kind of what happens. I mean, I get, especially with the web three stuff. I mean, Jackie, I can't tell you how, how people that I've met, you know, um, I mean, now it's, we're in such a different era. I mean, millennial, like people that are just, you know, being born now, they have no idea how lucky they have it. I mean, it's ridiculous. I kind of want to just shake them a little and say, you you really have it lucky. I mean, it's like, now you can meet people over social media to where, you know, you couldn't do that before, you know, it, it, you couldn't just meet somebody, uh, you know, through social media or, uh, you know, talk to a mate, uh, a casting director or a director, a producer. Now you can have a zoom meeting anywhere in the country. I mean, I've got, you know, I've got uh, artists and, you know, developers that I'm working with and they're all over the, you know, the different countries. So it's just, it's just, it's just crazy how this is going. And then it's like, I've worked with Safu and uh, you know, working with them, I, I was able to go to London and, you know, work with them, and, you know, work with the CEO, Brian, and it's just, it's just been an amazing, like, it's just been an amazing journey, it's just, everything is fueled, and that's what I try to tell people, everything fuels, uh, and even Grove, Grove Token, I've worked with, they, you know, deal with hydroponics, aeroponics, and they, uh, you know, work with charities, and they're working with the uh, uh, you know the family of uh, the royal family of Dubai. So it's like when when you're dealing with people like this, and then I'm a co-owner of a metaverse in Caim Island, you know, and CMO of Ecoin Finance. I mean, it's like all these different things that I'm working with. They all kind of go together because I I tell people my mafia name Jackie is is the connector <laughs> because I connect. I do I connect people and you know, that's how it should be. Uh, I connect, you know, I'm like, Hey, you know, you should use this. This is my buddy. I, I, you know, did a movie with him. You know, he's been in one tree hill, mad men. You need to, you, know, you should take him. And they're like, yeah. Okay. And then I, I have a producer friend. I'm like, Hey, they're looking for a line producer for this movie. And then it's the same thing with, um, you know, uh, web three. And the one thing I will say, and this is for everybody listening. Um, I had a, a famous actor. We were actually in an elevator together. We were at a red carpet event. So we started talking because they were waiting for other people. So we, we kind of had a really good conversation. And he said, you know, the smart actors and the smart business people, they kind of take whatever they're doing and then they, like, you know, The Rock. He's right now promoting, I think it's tequila. He's got his own tequila brand. So he's been promoting that. And he's promoting other things that he's doing through his acting, And Bob Hope made most of his money in real estate. People don't realize he didn't make his money in the acting business. That's not where he made all his money. So it's like, you kind of have to go, okay, well, if I'm in web three, like web three now is going to be funding movies that I'm going to be doing. And, you know, the metaverse that I'm going to be doing. And then, you know, then I'm going to be able to give other people jobs. I'm going to be, you know, people that were never, ever going to be able to be in a movie or have the opportunity now they can have that opportunity. So that's, what's great because man, I tell you what, people are lucky today. They don't realize it. I mean, you could be in North Dakota, you could be in Australia and you could send, you know, you could do a a, a tape, a, you call them eco but they're self tapes, what people know about. And then, you know, next thing you know, you're in a, in a movie. So that's what's very exciting now that, you know, think times have
1: changed. You know, technology connects people, especially in Web3. That seems to be one of the common themes that gets discussed on here with all of my guests is that not only money, but technology and access to it is really a great equalizer for everyone And, you know, you could live on a farm in the middle of nowhere, but like camera equipment now compared to what it cost 15, 20 years ago and and good camera equipment to be able to film your own stuff. And I I think it's so amazing.
2: I mean, look at our phones. There's people that are actually do movies and use videos from their phone, from their actual phone. So, I mean. I don't really feel if somebody tells me, you know, hey, I, I just I can't do this. I'm just like, well, you're just an idiot. Then you just don't know if you can't do it now. You got everything at your fingertips. Then you need a mentor, you know. So, <laughs> so I just tell people, you know, I'll, I'll give it to you straight. You know, there there are people that, you know, in. Uh, I don't know, in third world countries that are making making videos and making money. So, you know, that's that's just that's the one thing I I think people don't realize is that, you know, you you kind of you have to make your own way. And, you know, I just I just really feel like, you know, you have all this all this uh, opportunity, like in the in the palm of your hands right now. And, And I just feel like some people aren't using it to the fullest of their ability. And I tell people that, you know, I. And I I don't know what it is. I just have this way of, like, if you tell me, hey, Darcy, this is what I'm doing right now, I I could just say, okay, we can make that a business. It's just I had this uncanny ability to do that. I mean, I did that in London, uh, talking to, you know, a fan. And he was like, hey, I love your movies. And then he was asking me questions. You know, I'm doing a YouTube, and I'm trying to blah, 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 blah. And I told him what he needed to do. And he was like, oh, that's brilliant. I said, but you got to do it. (laughs) Right. You know? (laughs) If you do it, you'll be successful. But that's just the thing is consistency. You know, I mean, I'm at it every day. Every day, me and my team, I work 24-7. You know, I met, I met the richest man in Texas, stayed at his house. And the thing that I learned from him is he said, when everybody else was playing, when everybody else was, you know, doing their fun stuff, he goes, I was working. You know, and now, you know, that's that's the thing is, you know, it's people don't want to work. I feel like if you if you enjoy what you do, I enjoy what I do. So it doesn't seem like work to me. But you know, it, I'm, not, I'm not gonna lie; it, it it is hard work. Don't get me wrong, but I enjoy it. You know what I mean? It's just no different than some people like you know love to play football, but they get the crap beat out of them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're okay with it. They love it. No, they- they're okay
2: with it. <laughs> they're like, I mean, I was just sitting here thinking, my God, there there was a kid that just got you know got killed on the from in in high school because he got hit wrong and I'm thinking people don't realize I mean the deadly sport but people love it you know I mean they love it and you know I my dad wanted to go well my dad wanted he could have gone pro Uh, he was too short though for for football but they called him mighty might and he was in all the papers and everything but his main thing was you know baseball he was going to go pro baseball but the traveling and everything. And he didn't want to be away from my mom and me at the time. So, which to me, I thought was stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Is that terrible? I'm so terrible. You like, <laughs> I'd
1: rather miss you with a lot of money. Well, I mean, you know, he should have,
2: you know, my dad should have thought about like, Hey, you know, his brand, you know, my dad should have like, really like, Hey, you know, yeah, we'll miss you, but we'll be, we'll be
1: making money, dad. You know I mean? So let's talk about a brand because in person you have a very specific brand. I noticed, and <laughs> one of the things is a black sequined dress. Is this like a common thing all the time?
2: No, no. I mean, well, mainly people always ask me about my hats. You know, oh, yeah, I wear That's hats all the time. Um, well, I mean, listen, black looks good on anything. You, you know, you can be the. The thing is, is that when I'm out, paparazzi. You know, they try to take you and all, like, sometimes they get paid to take unflattering photos sometimes. So, you know, I'm the bling queen. That's my, that is my brand right there is bling, you know, over the years, you know, I built my brand, but I, I, I do, I love bling. Like I literally could sleep with sequins every night. I have a lot of sequin dresses. I had a bunch of other dresses, you know, as well, but, you know, my brand is slassy, sassy, classy, and a little bit badassy. <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> <love> <laughs> so so if you are giving anyone advice about becoming an influencer or just building a brand really with any kind of influence would you say that also your look and like dedicating and sticking to one particular thing that that is equally as important
2: oh yeah i mean um like there. okay i got my assistant around here let me ask let me ask you something uh rebecca the lady, what's that lady's name with the red lips? You said you, what? what you, there's a lady, like, there's a chick with, the, do you know what I'm talking about? She's on YouTube or something. She had re, like literally do Miranda's, Miranda. her name was Miranda Sings or something, but she was oh, like, yeah. red, <laughs> yeah. red, red, li- she sticks to that brand. Cause one day, you know, my assistant was looking, I came in and I was like, what the hell are you watching? She's like, oh, it's this lady, blah, 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 blah. And I looked at it and I was like, what the heck? You know, but she sticks to her brand. And, you know, I was like, good for her. And that's, you know, and I mean, she's making millions of dollars, millions. So that's her brand. You have other people that, um, you know, have that kind of like uh, boho kind of style. I mean, you know, Logan Paul has his style. Amanda Cerny has their style. I mean, I mean, you look at, I mean, I don't know anybody that's out there, they, you, you kind of know what their brand is if they're, if they're smart about it and not all over the place. Um, you know, there's a couple who I really like. Uh, I can't think of their name. Um, uh, I really, really like them, but they, S- Stephen, Stevenson's name. He goes, and she goes, Stephen, Stephen. And she's always like, uh, she's, they have, they just had a couple kids. I can't think of their name, but I, she always does funny videos. Uh, I think, I think her name is Laura. I don't, I don't know, but, uh, Laura and Steven, but they had the cutest kids and they do funny videos. And, uh, you know, she talks about what, I mean, he dealt with like alcoholism and, and she's dealt with postpartum depression and, you know, and they, you know, they're very, very funny, but they also get deep about certain things on their journey. So everybody has a journey. And, you know, and I feel like, you know, if you stick, stick to that, I mean, I think the thing that makes me different is because, you know, I'm very real, but, you know, I've I've dealt with, you know, you know, nine years of age, I was sexually abused by my stepfather, my mom and I went through uh, really, really bad domestic violence, and my mom had to go into hiding and then I had to live with my grandparents and so. You know, it was just, it was a difficult time. I've seen stuff. I grew up very young and I, you know, saw things that a a kid shouldn't see. I really never really had that much of a childhood, you know? So I always tell people I kind of had a a shit platter (laughs) of everything you could think of given to me, but it's like, so I can relate. There's not one thing somebody can come to me and say, and 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 I can relate to it. I can literally relate to anything. So I look at that and I'm like, well, you know, God let me deal with it. Not enough to totally break me, but enough to where I can sit here and I can go, man, I I know what you're going through.
1: You know, well, so. first, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry to hear all of that. That's horrible. Um, but I love that it didn't keep you from being like so wonderful. Like you're such a Aww, sweet You're so sweet. Um, um
2: you know, it's, uh, I, the thing is, is that there's a, there's a story that kind of stuck out. It's the story of two brothers, one, um, and they had a drunk father and the father was abusive and just, you know, very, very horrible. And the one brother grew up and he became, you know, an addict a drug, a kind of like a drunk, like his father. And he was just like, well, you know, look what I had to look up to. And the other brother became super successful and he became, you know, a a billionaire and was just like, you know, I I saw what my father was and I didn't want to be that way. So people have two ways they can look at things. And so I kind of was like, you know, I'm not going to let this happen to me. I'm not going to let this defeat me. You know, um, I just... You know, I li- I kind of lick my wounds and go, but you know, I think that's what made me such a tough cookie, which I'll tell you, all that crap that's happened, it's helped me in the, in the entertainment industry. The entertainment industry is a walk in the park. And when I see people that have had it so easy and they can only stay here six months, I'm like, Pfft. it, I mean, and that happens. They just, it's, it's not an easy business. And if you can take criticism, if you can take, uh, if you could take people telling you no all the time and, you, and you're just like, no, I'm going to keep going and, and you just keep doing it, then you will be successful. And that's what I tell everybody. But, um, you know, it's I it's hard for me to sometimes feel sorry for people because I know what I went through in my life. And I'm just kind of like snap out of it. You know, it's it's. It happened. It's horrible. But at the same time, you know, are you going to let it kill you? You know, you just need to make it needs to learn from it and make it make you stronger. And, you know, that's I've helped a lot of kids that have been in my situation. And um, I mean, I'm not going to say I came unscarred. I mean, I've got PTSD, you know, because of it. Um, But I handle it very well. (laughs) I would have never known otherwise. Oh, thank you. Well, I mean, I do a lot of self-care. I mean, I have to stick to a schedule. Um, You know, there's things that I have to do. And that's what I tell people. Self-care is so important, you know, for anybody. Um, You know, and it's, I mean, and I have people that work for me and they know my background. They know it a little more in depth. And they're just like, I can't, I can't imagine going through that. Because I call it like, you know, one of my... One of my close friends, I mean, she's I kind of lived in a bubble like she had it so easy. You know, her parents, she had her parents and then she went off to college and she, they kind of kept her hidden from everything to where I'm the completely opposite. you know. <laughs> uh, but you got to laugh. I mean, I will say this, you know, um, humor is what will get you through you know, sometimes you just got to go, my God, I cannot, you can't write this crap. That's sometimes what I say. I'm like, this is just so messed
1: up, you know, but that is one of my favorite sayings is, uh, what doesn't kill you gives you a really dark sense of humor as a (laughs) mechanism.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That, Hey, Jackie, there you go. That's a t-shirt right
1: there. Yes. It's a
2: (laughs) t-shirt. Everybody buy it. Jackie's going to sell it. That'd be a perfect t-shirt, girl.
1: But I think uh, your thick skin has definitely come into play so well, especially on the world that most people can interact with you directly, especially because of Web3. So crypto Twitter, um, you are such a positive person in a space that, quite frankly, isn't. Um, so what do you think of crypto Twitter?
2: Well, I think there's some good things. I mean, I met a lot of great people. There's I mean, we there's some I mean, I got to tell you, there's some Twitter spaces and I literally you laugh so hard like you're going to pee. You know, you pee yourself. It's just so funny. And then, yeah, I mean, I've been actually lucky. I had, you know, one I was doing one uh, space one time and somebody came in and tried to fud me a little bit and everybody was so appalled. And I was like, no, let him talk. Let him talk, you know. So he talked and I was talking back and then they, sh- they muted him out, but I, w- I would have kept talking to him, you know? And uh, I mean, to me, it's like, I'll deal with the hater straight on. I'm not scared at all, but you know, they say stuff and it's funny. Cause anything they say, it just, it'll make you it more popular. I try to tell people, yeah, you want to talk crap about somebody, you're just making them more popular and they're, they're, there's, they're basically paying rent and I mean, if they're thinking about me that hard, they're paying rent. I, I mean, the rent is in their head, you yeah. know what I mean? So, um, but I do, I have called out people and I, 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 I tell people you're, you're, if you're going to fudge people, you're, you're going to lose money. And, you know, here's the thing it's kind of, and the analogies that I use, people get it. It's kind of like, if you're, let's say you, I'm doing action pack movies and you're doing rom-com movies. Okay. So let's let's do this in in terms of Web 3. So you basically are, um, you know, don't uh, know board yacht, board, eight board, whatever. And I'm like the blue chimps or whatever. So it's kind of like if my movie, I would want you to come see my movie and support my movie. OK, so I would want to come. I would want you to come see your movie, too, because you want your community to support me and, and buy tickets. You know what I mean? And say and, and, and vice versa. So it's the thing is, is that it's like people are, are like, oh, it's my tribe. Oh, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, flooding people out. I'm like, that's dumb. You're losing money as an investor. The same thing with that's why, you know, directors and producers, you know, everyone can win. You know, it's it's no different than the entertainment industry. You know, it's like I'm not gonna go. Just go to my movie. Don't see anybody else's. Don't go, go to Steven Spielberg's. He sucks. Don't see it. Don't see. It. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna do that. I want his audience to come see my stuff. You know, hey, yeah, oh, it's a good. You know, that's what you want. And so I tell people, if you're gonna sit here and and talk crap about it, you know, they're gonna be like, well, I'm not. I don't want to be around that person. I'm not going to be around that community if that's all these people are going to do is talk crap and, you know, be rude. So, um, yeah, that's why I try to tell people, you know, don't get into the don't get into all that. They call it FUD, which is stupid. But it's FUD. <laughs> sounds so weird to say, but it's just it's just I, I just like it's, it's immaturity. It, it, you know, a, a lot of fudders are uneducated about certain things.
1: It's also coming, I think, from this weird scarcity mindset of like, well, there's not yes. enough money for like my token and this other token. So I hope it goes away. And it's like, well, that's stupid. That yeah. is the dumbest shit I've ever heard. If, 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 and I'll tell anybody that's
2: listening to it. That is a flutter. You're, you're losing money, darling. You're, you're losing money. It's, you know, the thing is diversify any billionaire, multimillionaire, any CEO, anybody that's worth I mean, that knows, I mean, that's even graduated from Harvard or Stanford knows to diversify your portfolio. So the thing is, is that you want, you want other tokens to to do well. You want, I mean, you right now we're only in four to 5%. I mean, it's kind of dumb when you think about it. So they're really, I mean, when I tell, I tell people you're really being uh, uneducated and ignorant about this, you know.
1: Don't put all your eggs it's in so basket. strange, right? Like we got into this whole thing out of like hopeful abundance, and then it turns into this like weird scarcity, like prison food mindset. It's very strange.
2: Yeah, but I also think it's also the leader's fault too. Yeah, you know, um, you know that's that's kind of how life is. People are going to think. I mean, okay, let's put you this way: when uh, COVID hit, people were like, "Oh my god," you know, but. I did. I flourished. I made I made more money than I ever did during COVID because uh, I didn't have that mindset. I didn't think of scarcity. And, and the thing is, you've got to what I teach people in business is you've got to learn to pivot. You have to learn, OK, all right, this is happening. So what can I do? It's the same thing. If OK, my analogies, uh, if you're a woman and you're married and your hus- you and your husband do a business together, OK, well, then you get a divorce, then what? What are you going to do? You got to pivot. You got to figure out, okay, now I got to make my money. He's got to make his money. So, you know, um, the one thing is, is that uh, what happened in 2008 with, you know, the financial crash, you know, look at that. And then how it just, you know, the same, the same is happening right now. So then it go, whatever goes down comes back up. That's just logic, really. It's so. Um, I just think that, you know, people need to really like not live in fear. And when you live in, if you live in fear, then people wouldn't have done businesses. There would not have been Olympic, uh, uh, you know, records that have been done because people would be fearful like, oh, I can't do that. Um, I have uh, a saying in my office about uh, four, the mile run in four, four minutes, you know, because the, people said, oh, it can't be done. And it has been done running a mile in four minutes. So, um, you know, because there's always going to be naysayers and the people that are the leaders are the ones that are go. I'm not going to listen to it. But I do feel like leaders need to be more, uh, you know, verbal about, hey, don't, don't be like, you don't need to be like this. You know, hey, we got plenty for the community. Let's, you know, people can be their own worst enemy. So I just feel like, you know, it's we're at a a time now where people, especially leaders, you know, in the community, the CEOs, they need to say, hey, you know, let's be thankful for other other tokens out there. You know, we're only in four to five percent. Let's build and evolve. You know, I mean, they need to take a little more. I don't know. um, Bull by the horns, so to speak, Jackie, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, they, I just think that some, some of them need a more active role.
1: Well, uh, they, there's quite a few I've seen that they preach this evolution, right. But then they don't, it doesn't seem to be actually like occurring, right. It's like, it's this weird ethos that they claim to have, but then it doesn't actually ever evolve. Yeah, It's like all talk and no action.
2: Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, Yeah. I do as I say, not as I, I mean, I, when I say I'm going to do something, I do it. Yes. And I, that's just what I believe. And if, if, if I can't do it, I will just, or I'll say, listen, let me get back to you. Let me see what me and my team can do. But I do notice in the business world, um, you know, there's a lot of misconceptions on, uh, you know, how like businesses and you're going to be a millionaire, a billionaire overnight and, I try to tell people, I'm like, okay, you're building a house. If if I told you right now to build a house, I mean, I'm like, go on, go on television and watch these real estate things, builders. It does not take them overnight. I mean, and the ones that do, it's like five, 600 people and the network is paying for it. (laughs) You know what I mean? I mean, it's like ridiculous amounts of money. So if you're trying to build a house, I mean, you got to do the foundation. You've got to, you know, then the walls. Then you got to do the glass. Then there's, you know, how how much square footage. And, and I mean, there's just so much to do. So it, it, you, when you're doing that, you're also building like with the NFT project that I'm doing. I mean, it's a step by step process. And you know, um, you know, there were there were, we would have meetings and they would be like, hey, well, let's say this is the, our date. And I said, no, we're not doing that. I said, I preach what I tell people. I preach, I'm going to do, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, this is kind of off topic, but it's the same thing. You know Um, uh, it was funny. I have a friend that worked at a dealership and he said that there was a very popular, um, very popular, like spirit, like a, a, you know, religious uh, place uh, to, you know, to go to. And I heard about it. I was like, Oh, you know, I know a lot of people that go, you know, maybe I should just check it out. And then he was like, oh, don't. And I said, really? He goes, the preacher, the main guy there came in. He said, he was such a jerk to everybody at the, at the dealership. He was so mean. And, so, and I was like, really? It took me back. And I'm like, you know, it's like, oh, that's the whole say, do as I say, not as I do. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm just sitting here going, this guy is supposed to be like a walking billboard for his church, And here he is being a jerk to all these people and talking down to them and just, I mean, um, you know, when he told me that, he says, I will not ever, he goes, and and I'll tell anybody that ever comes in here, asks about it or says anything, I'll say, don't ever go there. And, and that's just, you know, if you're going to sit here um, and be one way, then be that way all the time. (laughs) You know what I mean? To me, it's, it's, I mean, it's kind of like the whole, I call it the Bill Cosby mentality. I, I was gutted when I, when I found out about all that. And I know actually famous actresses who said, yeah, they've dealt with it. Like they've not come forward, but there are people that I know personally know. And they're like, yeah, he did some stuff to me. And I was like, what? And they're like, yeah, you know, I just, I don't want my career to take a hit right now. I just don't want it. And I'm like, oh my God, you should say something. And they're like, and I'm thinking, my God this man did this for so many years and got away with it because of how powerful he was. But I mean, I thought of him like my grandfather, my grandfather was just had no enemies, was sweet like that. My grandfather looked just like James Earl Jones, like just could be his twin and just the sweetest person. And if somebody told me he was a serial killer, I would just throw myself off a cliff. I mean, I, you know what I mean? I mean, when he died, Nobody ever spoke ill about my grandfather. Nobody. I mean, I, to this day, worship him. I think he's amazing. And after his death, I mean, we still mourn him because he was such a great man. So it's like, you know, you look at the Cosby show and that was like such an iconic family and everything that they did. And then, you know, Bill Cosby. I mean, I remember watching all his his comedies and thinking, oh, he's so great. And then to hear what he's done, it's like there's two sides. And when people will see that it's it's the same thing with business. You know, it's like the way that I am, I'm that, I mean, you saw, you met me in person. I mean, I'm, I'm that way all the time. I mean, I am who I am, you know, and if I'm having a bad PMS day, I stay in bed. That's what I do. I stay away from everybody. I'm (laughs) like, you know, just lock me in my room, you know? So, um, but I just feel like, you know, there needs to be some sort of accountability and respect. And, you know, if you're going to, be the face you have to have accountability if you're going to be the face of whatever token or whatever company you're doing um you know you got to take accountability for your actions and you know tell your community i mean i i tell people you're know, like darcy you know i just got screwed over what should i do blah, blah, blah. i said you need to be honest with your community just go out and tell them before everybody
1: else knows you know I mean, you're in it with them. That's so crazy, right? That like the people told you, I don't want my career to take a hit by saying that this person did this to me. And it's like, why should you be embarrassed? They should be embarrassed. Exactly.
2: Well, now that it's all come out, you know, it's a little more, it's it's fine now, but people don't want to speak up because they're like, oh gosh, you know, this is a powerful man. And if I speak up, you know, I'm, you know, but I mean... You got to think he was so iconic. They had a statue of him at, in Disneyland, at Disneyland world, like Disneyland in California. And then they took it down. So it's like, you know, a lot of people looked up to him and then it shattered a lot of people. It shattered me. It shattered me. I mean, and that's why I feel like the world kind of right now is in a place of you need people that are real and it can't be the whole political, like this is how I am. And then you know, behind closed doors, you know, they're like a serial killer or something. You don't know what they're doing. You know? oh, it's just I, ridiculous. I mean. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So, you know, um, I I'm very transparent in things that I do, uh, in business, you know, I I tell people, this is what I expect. Um, you know, and if, if anything that I, you know, shill or put out there, it's something that I'm invested in. So if, if somebody gets screwed over, I'm going to get screwed over too, you know? I mean, I've got my mom's money invested into stuff too. So it's kind of like uh, that's how I feel as opposed to, you know, other celebrities or artists who just kind of like they get paid, you know, okay, I get a I get a half a million and then I'm just going to shill this. And I'm not invested in it. I don't care. I'm just in it for the money. And people have gotten in trouble for
1: that. <laughs> Uh, very recently, Kim. Yes. Yeah, I, that's,
2: yeah, that's what I was about to say. Yeah. She got, she took a hit for that. So, um, you know, I, you know, I want to promote projects. I will not promote projects that I don't believe in. I've literally turned down millions of dollars. i literally have, I mean, anybody on my team, they'll tell you. Um, I, I'm just like, you know, you're not docs, you know, Oh, but we'll give you a million dollars and then we'll give you a million dollars after that. I'm like, no. Like my, my brand is too, no, I'm not going to take that money because I'm not, I'm like, you're not docs. Your, your, your papers aren't up to date. I, you know, I don't know. I'm like, I don't like the way that you're, you, you know, your the way that their, their business, their business model is going, you know, and if I want it, if I, if I won't invest in, into it, then I won't, I won't uh, be part of it. I just want
1: not So how, given like the Kim Kardashian thing and like your ethic is obviously something that more of the uh, influencers should look for. But do you think because of Kim Kardashian that we will see a more positive shift towards kind of what you stand for as opposed to what she did? You, you just never know. I mean, I I
2: also think that they kind of hit her really hard to kind of make her an example of, you know, you need to not do this you know well apparently
1: it's her and floyd mayweather were in the middle of that and he just she hasn't settled or she did settle and he hasn't yet so we're just waiting to hear how much he has to pay
2: yeah yeah it's it's i don't know the whole logistics about that like what exactly how that went down but you know um i'm not if somebody says hey are you working yeah i'm invested with them yeah you know i'm i'm Working with them and there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's, it's something I believe in, but if it's just, uh, yeah, I mean, listen, I get people who say, Hey Darcy, you know, Hey, will you, you know, put the, will you do this product or this or that? I mean, I'm at the point now, it's like, I'm too busy. I, you know, but listen, there's products that I love like hair products. I don't get paid for it, you know. They just send me stuff, but I'm like, this stuff is awesome, <laughs> you know. And and I use it all the time. Uh, what was that? What's the product that I use all the time that I told you about that I just love? They were, what's? The, I mean, the hair? Do, oh yeah, Cosmeist. Cosmeist. Man, I love their stuff. Uh, C o s m e i s t. But they have they do. A, it's called a Aloha, Aloha Butter. Uh, shampoo and stuff. And I mean, my hair has grown so long. I mean, I can't tell you. I mean, so, you know, I was like, I I mean, if I believe in something, I'll I'll tell it, you know, I'll I'll say it, you know, but it's like, I, I'm genuinely excited about things, um, and, and companies that I'm working for, you know, um, like I love Grove Token. I love everything that they stand for. I love the CEO, John. I love how he does business, I mean, he's, you know, the fact that they're working with the Royal Dubai, you know, family in Dubai. I mean, I, I, I love everything that they're doing. Um, and, you know, Mindy and Carlos, they're part of the team. And, and I've gotten really just, I just love them. <laughs> you know, you can kind of develop a relationship with all these people. And it's, it's the same thing with, you know, uh, Ecoin and, and uh, Income Island. I mean, they're like family to me. So, you know, but at the same time, I'll tell them, I mean, you know, I had a conversation, you know, and I was like, Hey, listen, when you're doing this, you need to act, you know, I mean, I'll tell them and they're like, damn darn, you're harsh. I'm like, well, yeah. So you don't do it again.
1: (laughs) Well, it's our face, right? I mean, like arguably, you know, your reputation, you have more followers. These people are the people that would unfortunately be exit liquidity for somebody else. And you don't want that to happen.
2: Eggs, you are God, Jackie, you are, you are still so on point and you're right. And so, you know, I mean, I am tough and I will call people out and I'll just say, or, you know, cause there's times where I've said, Hey, you change this, you take my name off it. And I'm going to talk to the media and tell them I'm not working with your company anymore. I said, and I mean, I've, I've done that. I mean, my manager is like, okay, you know, and I was like, no, I don't like what they're doing. I don't know. I like how they're doing business. Um, I just, I just feel like being forefront. And, you know, when you say you're going to do something and, you know, everybody that's listening to your podcast, if you say you're going to do something, I don't care how much money I could offer you millions and millions and billions of dollars, your money, your, your name is worth more than that. Anybody's name, because here's the deal. If your name is mud, if nobody wants to work with you, you got to think about that it's, it's no different. Like Harvey Weinstein, he is like, I mean, the opposite of dynamite. What is it? Uh, uh, you call it, uh, not dynamite, but you know, he's like radioactive. Yeah. You know, you don't, nobody wants to work with him, you know, he can And, and that's the thing. It's like, once you get that, there's people, there's devs that have taken off with people's money and screwed them over. And I'm like, you know, okay, well, everybody knows your name now. You're not ever going to work again, ever. And, you know, it's it's like, why would you do that? You know, it's the same thing I tell up and coming actors. I'm like, if you're going to be a diva on the set, you're going to be a jerk, you're, you're going to get known and nobody's going to want to hire you. So, hey, you know, but at the same time, you know, I've worked on, on films. I mean, there's a certain level of expectation. I expect if you're going to do a film and you're going to have a production crew, you know, you better know what the hell you're doing too. You know, <laughs> I worked out, I worked on crews and I'm like, they're like, Darcy, you want to take over? I'm like, yeah, I think I might have to because you guys don't know what the hell you're
1: doing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I think that has been the realization of my 30s though, is that like no one knows what the fuck they're doing like ever <laughs> as an adult, I, I like, I really grew up thinking like, Oh yeah, they're an adult. Like they must know. And now you know what they're I'm doing like, no, I <laughs> don't know. Yeah. I mean, trust me. Sometimes I'm like,
2: God, I want to be a kid again, you know, but <laughs> I, I'm like, but everybody, I'm like mama D everybody comes to me. Like, I'm just, I tell people I feel like one of those cows, like I'm being milk, like everybody's sucking the dry milk out of me, you know? Cause it, it's like, I'm having to, Look over this or, I mean, even email. I'm like anal about my emails. I'm anal about spelling. I'm anal about all the, you know, uh, I'm like, no, we got to do it perfect. No, we can't do that. No, this is this, this like crap. Um, it's very rare that I've seen companies that, I mean, it's nice when I see companies that are like up to the standard of excellence that that I am in terms of what I expect. You know, and uh I mean, because I'll tell you right now, I watched a movie just the other day and I'm like, what the hell? I told my my best friend. So let's see how much they 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 you know, they paid to do that movie because it was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible, <laughs> And they ruined a franchise, you know, and a buddy of mine that was in it. I was just like not in this actually not. He didn't act in this one, but he was in their franchise that kind of catapulted his his career. But I was just like, you know, I was like, Hollywood needs me. I, you know, my my NFT project, I'm not gonna release it till it's perfect and the script and and everything. But it's just like, I mean, who wants to go to the movies? Who wants to go to the movies and be, you know, like sad and you wanna die after you see it? And it's just like the ending sucks. And that's what I'm seeing like with all these movies. It's like they put so much into the beginning, into the middle. And then the ending sucks. And you leave the theater going, what the hell? What just happened? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and, um, you know, entertainment right now, I mean, I can't tell you how many movies I've just watched. I, I think I, I need to watch some, like, Hallmark shit now. Like, everything's just so bad and depressing. I'm like, we need more comedies. We need more rom-coms. We need, it's, you know, it's just the same stuff over and over and over again. I mean, I mean, I I think the best era in time was the 80s. It was just a happy time. All the movies that come out. I watch all these 80s movies always because it's just, I don't know, the feeling, the music, everything. I'm like, we need to bring that kind of feeling back to, you know, the entertainment industry and even to Web3, man. Like, you need to make it fun, you know? If you come into my space, people know. It's like, we have fun. We have games. I mean, I've had my team come up. I say, like, hey, what if we do this? They're like, oh, that sounds great. You know, music. It's not just, I don't like to just sit there and talk about, you know, projects the entire time. I like to get to know people and have fun, you know. it's That's the way it should be with any business, you know.
1: Well, I mean, so, I don't, when I I'm, I'm on stage, <laughs> <laughs> uh, how do you see NFTs kind of finding their place within film? Cause I know this is something that you want to do. So how do you see that being integrated?
2: Um, well, I mean, I, it's still kind of, we're pioneering everything, but the utilities is what's the main thing. Um, you know, I've got utilities that nobody's done. I've got to be very careful too about what I say, because, you know, I've, I have ideas stealing stolen from me all the time. It's ridiculous. So, You know, it it sucks when you're, you know, when I'm around, and and women know this, any woman listening, it's like, you know, I'm like sitting here going, man, man, we need to do this, blah, blah, blah. The next thing I know, you know, that's a great idea, Darcy. I think
1: I'm going to do that. And I'm like, excuse me? I mean, and one I'm just of the saying, ideas I have had that I'm happy to let people take is like, shouldn't your SAG card at this point be an NFT that you can stake? Like, why oh, are we still that's a paying? a great dues, idea. You know? Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, you know, uh, album covers. There's so many things that people can do. I mean, yeah, but it. You got to be careful about that too, because it's all about community. Again, it's it. This is a whole different animal, and. You know, you've had Chris Brown and Kevin Hart that put out NFTs and and they, and they, nothing, nothing happened. It went to Crapola, is what I call it. So, you know, uh, Adidas even put in and puts, did NFT project and it went uh, Crapola too. (laughs) So, you know, it's not just, uh, hey, I've got hundreds of millions of followers. I'm going to do this project. That's not how it is. It's, it's, you've got to build a community people have to believe in you and trust you and you know in web3 i don't know that's just that's just how it needs to be and i'm very very lucky because i mean it's just like it, there, it, I mean, everybody in Web three is. It's like we're a tight knit community. It's like we're a little family. And
1: I would definitely say it's yeah. a it's a culture and a language that you kind of have to learn to speak. Like when I hear Chris Brown and Kevin Hart are doing that, I'm like, you don't speak our language. Like you, don't, yeah. you know, <laughs> tell me what FUD means. Tell me what FUD means. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: no, it's and it's true. It's true. And I mean, listen, I love Kevin Hart. Kevin, I'm a big Kevin Hart fan. I just think he's, yeah. I don't think he. I think he just relied too much on his, you know, fame and celebrity, to and money. You know, to to. I I mean, I think it was kind of just a money grab at that point, right? Um, and I just don't believe in doing that with where I'm at right now. I'm very, I'm very, very cautious about wh- who I work with, and and you know, things that I do. I mean, if it's a project that I believe in and I like their utilities, I I have my team check them out. And I'm like, yeah, okay. You know, but it's, it, I they everybody gets vetted. But listen, nobody's perfect, okay? I mean, you had the president of the United States, you know, he, he messed up. I mean, you know, you have people- Which one? <laughs> yeah, exactly. All of them, exactly. So, you know, the thing is, is that, there's nobody that's perfect. I, you know, I am far from perfect. I try to be as, as, you know, uh, as good as I can, but you know, there's people that, I mean, I mean, okay. I'll just ask you, have you ever been betrayed in your life? Of course. Of course. Okay. Well, everybody that I've asked everybody, there's not one person I've asked that said they haven't had that happen. So you, if that's the case, you can't sit here and expect, you know, I mean, I've been bamboozled by people that I thought were good people, you know? Um, So it's just like, that's, that's, that's just sometimes what happens, but you know, you try to do your best and I, I do my best and and try to uh, vet every project and look at everything. But I tell people to do that. Don't just, I mean, I don't care how much money somebody offers you go. My name is on the dotted line and you know, that's even, I mean, you know, people put faith in me. I mean, I'm, I'm just very anal about everything, every step that I do. And I mean, my NFT project, you know, they're like, Hey, we want to do it this time or this time. And I'm like, I'll push it back. I don't care. It's got to be perfect. So it's, it's just, that's just the way that I feel. And, you know, I want my community to be happy. I want to spoil them. I want them to have opportunities that I didn't even have. And I mean, I just don't think people realize how lucky they are. I mean, God, just the opportunities that are happening, you know, I say, do your, re- I, I say to everybody listening, do your research, no matter who tells you to invest, do your research. I mean, yeah. women do more research on, uh, I mean, it's, and it's guys too. Come on guys listening. You know, you do your research when it comes to buying your iPhone or your, your phones or when they, I mean, my stepdad, when it comes to him buying, like he wanted a see do, I mean, my mom says, you know, he knows every detail about it or when he's buying their, the power tools and crap. So it's like, it's no different with business. It's the same thing with women. We know about shoes that are crappy. We know about, hey, we know about makeup that's going to suck. Don't get this makeup. I mean, it's the same thing. It's, it's you kind of have to put business in it, it. You know what I mean? Products and business and everything. It, it, that's why the analogies that I use, people understand it because it, it all goes hand in hand.
1: I mean, that's amazing. I know so many girls who figure out where a guy lives before he even invites them over. It's like, y'all are the best at research. <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> exactly. I mean, listen, my, you know, one of my assistants, she, she just was recently single. Well, she's been single, but like recently going, hey, I'm going to go looking. So I'm like, send me the driver's license. You yeah. Know, or send me, I want their, what kind of car that they're driving. Get their driver's tag. I mean, you have to this day and age. I'm like, being in a place, don't leave with them. You got to get to know where they're working. You know, you got to do your research nowadays as a woman, you know. So it's the same thing, you know, with anything, an investor, you know, and guy, guys as well. I mean, shoot, I can't tell you how, like, when it comes to guys and buying power tools and stuff, and oh, this thing can do this and it's electrical. I mean, you should hear my my stepdad talk about like, his tool. My mother just sits there and she's just like, I just listen to him talk. I don't even know what he's talking about. He fixes all her, her cars and stuff. So he'll be like talking to her like, well, the radiator cuff went and it went dead. And now, you know, that's why it's leaking. And so now we need to go get the, and, you know, she's just listening to him talk. She goes, I have no idea what he's saying, but he's so excited about it. Now he's saying he's got to get a special, a special, uh, you know, tool to put this radiator in. So it's just interesting because I'm like, if you're going to put that much time and effort, why can't you do that <laughs> three? Right.
1: Yeah. No, and turn it into some net positive. <laughs>
2: exactly. 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 And the top investors and financial advisors do research on stock market. So what's the difference? Yeah,
1: there's no, no difference.
2: difference.
1: So I, I saw this thing recently that said millionaires don't use an astrologer, but billionaires do. Have you seen <laughs> No, I have not. This is a whole like new thing that people are like paying attention to that Kim Kardashian was on some like late night with James Corden. And she said something like very specific about like where she wants to meet the next guy and somebody like, detailed her zodiac chart and they were like yeah based on what sign this is in and where this note is or whatever that she should be looking for this kind of guy specifically in this field and kim kardashian said all of these things and it's like oh you're using (laughs) astrology now um which i just found funny But it's you know i mean like i think there is something to it um you can i mean i'll i'll
2: mercury retrograde I do believe there's something with that crap oh the second your phone
1: starts going haywire and your travel plans get scrapped yeah Um, yeah
2: exactly well and the thing is is that you know we're all people don't realize I mean if you really want to get you know into chemistry and stuff I mean we're all energetic beings so I mean there's actual if you go um on YouTube you can actually find there's a scientist who took two plants one on the left one on the right he's On the left, he spoke nothing but negative, horrible things to the plant. And then on the right, he did nothing but positive. Just, you know, talking how beautiful the plant, you know. The plant on the left that was talked to negative and horrible every day ended up dying. And the one on the right, same. they got watered the same way. You know, plant, food, everything. But the one on the right ended up flourishing and became, you know, beautiful, you know, beautiful plant. So it just goes to show... How, you know, our words, how energy matters. I mean, people can go into a room and you can usually tell if somebody likes you or if you don't. You can feel the energy. Or if you ever walked into a room and you're just like, well, something's not right here. Yeah. I mean, there's people that have said, listen, like, you know, they're like, I felt like my life was in danger. Something told me to get out. So, um, you know, I'm very... I believe in angels. I've seen miracles. I've seen things, you know, that are supernatural. So it's like, I'm, I'm definitely a believer in all of that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, I'm going to be writing a book about it. Um, uh, probably within the next year or so. Um, but you know, it's a true story and it's just the things that I've seen. I mean, and other people that are around me that have seen it you just it, it, people don't realize that, you know, we are energy based, what we put out there, what you think, you know, it's, it can definitely have an impact on, on your life. And, uh, you know, I do believe in a higher being. I do believe that, um yeah, that's why it's like, I'm not going to be here. I mean, I may have another 23, I could die tomorrow. You never know. So it's like, what is, what is the point of me trying to screw people over with money? You know, it's, there's a, my grandfather always said there's no luggage racks in a hearse. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't take the shit with you. So it's like the only thing you have is your name. So, you know, I mean, and I understand people need to pay bills and they need to, and, and need to do things. And, and if, and if that's the case, I always tell people, you know, hey, this is what you could do. Um, you know, I have, I have people that I've helped out and say, listen, this is what you should do to get out of the situation that you're in. But, you know, you can't, you can't, I mean, I, never, I didn't get anything handed to me. So I also look at people and say, hey, listen, if you're a hard worker and you don't get everything handed, you're going to appreciate it a lot more. Absolutely. And you're going to be able to hold on to it. It's people that've got everything handed to them and haven't had to work. I mean, listen, I know billionaires that their kids ain't doing nothing because they, they don't have to. They're like, oh, I got all this money. They just sit around doing nothing, not making a difference. I'm thinking, Okay. If I had several trillion dollars, I mean, my God, I could change the world. There's so many charities I could help. There's so many people that I know that I could help. I'm like, it's just, I'm just like flabbergasted that I'm like, these kids are just doing nothing with their lives, you know? So you know, Shaq said to his kids, which I, I love Shaq. I, I love him. I, I adore him. But he said to his kids, he goes, I'm rich. He goes, you're not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly if I have kids, I'll be like, mama, mama had to work. You want to do, you want to do, you, you're going to work. I ain't giving shit to you. <laughs> and that's how it needs to be. You got to, you know, Um, I mean, one thing I have heard about Kim Kardashian, you know, I have people that have, that work with me, that have worked with her. They said that she does hustle.
0: Oh, absolutely. You know, that
2: she's definitely somebody that her work ethic is like she's working all the time. So I really admire that. I think, hey, you know, that's that's great. Um, You know, she's a go getter and I'm like, good for her. And that's how I I feel about, you know, um, you know, she's getting her law degree from what I heard. and I'm like, good for her. And that's how it should be. You shouldn't just go, hey, I got all this money and I'm just going to sit on my ass. And that's what a lot of people do. And I don't believe in retirement. I know some people are going to be like, shut the hell up, Darcy. Um, But, uh, you know, I just feel like, I mean, and I understand. I do feel like retirement money and all that. Yes, yes, yes. I'm not saying that. I just feel like sometimes when you think, hey, I could just sit around and do nothing. You know, I'm retired now. Some people are like, oh, I want to travel the world or I just want to sit at home. I think, I think that that's when you should just, you know, you should try to, uh, I think that's when you kind of die, to be honest. You, you die faster, you know. if Because I, I was like, my goal is to be, you know, a billionaire, a multi-billionaire with Web3 and with that kind of money, I mean, I could just sit on my ass and do nothing. But I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to be so busy. There's right. so many charities that I want to start and so many charities that I want to help. And then there's, you know, for kids and then there's for animals. I mean, and I want to set up some foundations for families to be able to, you know, get, you know, have a start, you know, if they're from homelessness or abuse, you know, building other businesses. Um, I mean, and, you know, the way that, golly, the way that the country's being run now, too, it's just Lord help us. You know, it's just... It, the school systems. I mean, there's so many things. I mean, I want to invest in other people's dreams and and help them, you know, get to where they want to go and uh, be self-sufficient. And, you know, there's a lot of people that, you know, need my help and, and I, and I want to do it. I, I just, I want to do that before I die because, you know, we're not going to be on here. I had a health scare in 2016 and I really thought this was it. And it just kind of, it, Oh, my, my phone just said it didn't understand that. Just started talking out of nowhere. I don't know why. Well, you didn't understand that phone. Okay, that's great. I almost died in 2016 phone. You were there, remember? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's just one of those things where, you know, when I'm in the back of the, you know, uh, the, the car, you know, the emergency room car, the I, the ambulance, I just basically sat there and was, I, I don't know. I just thought, wow, I'm dying now. You know, and I told the guy I'm like, hey, I'm going to die. Please call my mom. I can't, you know, I'm not be able to breathe. I, please, you know, tell her I love her. He's like, you're not dying on my watch. I'll never forget the guy. He's like, you're not dying on my watch tonight, darling. And I'm like, uh, I'm thinking I'm going, I'm going. But you see your life flash in front of you. You don't care about really anything, your accolades or anything. Um it just puts a different perspective on a lot of things. So that's when I kind of didn't take, I, I, I kind of like, I was so serious about my acting career, like sh- to the point of being just neurotic that ne- it's just like, I, I just kind of basically just was like, you know what? It's, it's, I'm just going to let things happen the way they do. And just, you know, that's and being patient and not like pushing things. And when you do that, And you have that Zen kind of mindset, it all falls into place, you know, so. um,
1: Well, I I think think the, you know, evolution from you into, you know, that into Web3 and just kind of flowing with all of the opportunity, right? Like how much more opportunity do you think you have now because you accepted that instead of like the, you know, the pounding of the grind of like just this one thing, this this, is it.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it's mind blowing. It's, it's. I mean, I can't I honestly think, you know, God steered me toward this direction because, um, you know, I, I do think at a younger age I was not ready. Uh, I, I, and, and I think that, you know, the floodgates have been open now for me. Um, you know, and I feel like I as I mean, I'm very business savvy, but I, sometimes I have a tendency to be too nice. My team was like, you're being too nice you know, and they're like, they'll step in. And, you know, but then there's times where people are like, damn Darcy, <laughs> that was brutal. You know? So I kind of have to, you know, just the way everything's been going, it's, it's like you really have to look at the way life is and, and the way that uh, I got steered to this. I just feel like God's like, Hey, I'm going to open the floodgates for you, for you to help other people. you you know, because by me doing these movies, I'm going to be able to make more opportunities for people and make safe environments. So, and then I want us to be kind of the catalyst of, hey, I really, man, I had a great time working with them. They are so much fun. You know, then it's kind of like that spreads, you know, Um, people sometimes need to be led. Uh, And I tell, you know, sometimes people are like, Oh, you know, I'm just not the leader. Leader mentality. I'm just, and I said, you know what? Not every. You can't have a whole like country of leaders. Shit, everybody kill themselves. You know, yes. you know. <laughs> you, I tell people, I'm like followers are just as important, if not more important, because they are the active, you know, people that do things. Um, you know, everybody on my team has something that they have to do, and I always put it to sports because. Um, you know, with any business, you know, you have your quarterback, you have your team leader, you have the person that owns the business or owns the team. I mean, sometimes you do, you have an investor that owns the business, which is, you know, then you have, but you have a leader who's basically, you know, running it. Then you have your running backs, your fullbacks. You have people that are on the defense, you know, trying to help out or if any problems come. So it's like, there's always, there's always things that you could be doing. And I tell people to run, your business, like a professional sports team, you know, everybody's got their role to play, but you know, I expect them to get that ball down the field. You know, if I throw it, you better damn well catch it. And if you didn't, Mm -hmm. why not? So, you know, that's my team's been, you know, on their toes. I've got an amazing team, but I've also taught them everything I know. And that's the one thing I believe is you can, you know, some people are like, God, oh, Darcy, I want to work with you. Or, you know, they started out not knowing that much. And I said, you know what? I can teach you anything, but I can't teach you integrity or honesty. So, you know, if you're going to be around people, you need to have that. Because if you don't have that, your business will go to crap. So you need to make sure it's people that you trust and, uh, you know, that are like family, you know. But even then, Jackie, we know. <laughs> We know. <laughs> you know, sometimes yeah. <laughs> stuff can happen, but, you know, I tell people, they're like, Darcy, you know, I trusted my business partner. He ran off. I said, well, here's the deal. It's going to get known. What Karma is just, I don't care who you are. It always will happen. It will come up to you. People that have screwed me over now are doing nothing with their businesses. Um, Nobody trusts them. Nobody, they're like, again, radioactive. So it's just like, if you lead with integrity and respect, if somebody, if somebody doesn't, they will get found out. Yeah. That's, that's how I feel about it. It, it always happens, you know, but um, I,
1: I totally agree. Um, but I, we have been going at this for, um, like an hour and a half at least. Which wow. Is- does it doesn't feel hard. like that. <laughs> <laughs> but we've been having a lot of fun, obviously. I know. Um, but, but I get you- to see your pretty face.
2: Everybody everybody saw, if, if if this was how homeless women looked, like you said you feel homeless, I mean, then I think Playboy would be out of business, okay? They'd be like, what? Because, you know, Jackie looks very hot right now. Uh, she's very, very pretty, pretty naturally. Let me tell you, people. Some people, like, have to put, would get plastic surgery and gobs of makeup to look like this. Oh, no. Naturally. <laughs>
1: oh man well um thank you so much for coming on and is there anything coming up like in the near future that you want to tell anybody about well i mean right
2: now i'm basically my nft project is what um you know i'm kind of giving little hints here and there but obviously it's around film and around you know the film and the utilities i'm also working with income island uh you know since i'm a co-owner. And, you know, we've got projects uh, about within the metaverse that are coming out. Um, So there's a lot of big things that are happening right now. And so, um, you know, I've also got my music that I'm doing right now. I'm going to be going probably at the first of the year because right now things are just a little too busy. But I'm going to be doing a music video for my my new music. Uh, I will say the name of it, Someone New. So it should be an, an, it should be actually an anthem for Valentine's Day. That's kind of what we were hoping for. But if it's not, you know, then, you know, you can follow my Twitter for updates, people listening, um, you know, or Instagram or even Facebook. But I always put, I, I, I always let people know what's going on on my, on my, uh, social media. So if they're following me, they'll, they'll get to know. And I, and I do try to get back to everybody. It's just sometimes it's a little bit crazy. <laughs> <'cause> <laughs> the dms are crazy and and sometimes I'm like oh my god I didn't see this and I feel bad but I I I do I will get around to everybody it may take me a minute but just hang in there but anybody has any questions for any uh business you know or anything uh with web3 you know hit me up on twitter and I'll be more than happy to help you or put you in the steer you in the right direction that's what I try to do
1: Amazing. Well, thank you, Darcy. This has been a pleasure. And oh, thank you, uh, Jackie. You're yeah, I hope everyone so go fun. follow Darcy. Um, check out everything she's doing Income Island, her upcoming NFT project, her music, everything. She's as beautiful inside as she is out.
0: Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of the OXOX OX podcast featuring Darcy Donovan. If you want to learn more about Darcy, make sure you check out the links in the description. And make sure you follow the OXOX podcast so you can listen to all of the amazing guests we have coming up next.